Good afternoon. And welcome to our Catholic Schools Week Grandparent and Special Guest Mass. We are happy you are joining us today. We have had a great week celebrating what makes St. Malachi a great Catholic school. Our Mass today is being said for Paul Baker. Our opening song is number 601, Christ Be Our Light, number 601, please stand. It is a great joy to worship with you on this special day. Um, our dear grandparents and special guests in God's house. Um, feel relaxed, be at peace. We are in the presence of Christ. He is the reason we are here. Um, if you are not familiar with any response, do not be bothered because here we pray not just with our voices, but we pray with our minds, our hearts, our bodies, all our senses involved. At every point, I will invite you to get involved and just follow Jesus in your heart. And so friends, let us worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today we celebrate the memorial of Saint Blaise. Saint Blaise, he is the patron saint of all throat 
ailments. So at the end of Mass, we are going to bless our throats with candle, across candles, and God will heal us by the act of faith and His mercy. So let us ask God to be merciful to us as we are sorry for our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done, and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Christ have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Hear, O Lord, the supplications of your, of your people under the patronage of the mother saint Blaise, and grant that they may rejoice in peace in this present life and find help for life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect hospitality, for through it some have unknowingly entertained angels. Be mindful of prisoners as if sharing their imprisonment, and of the ill-treated as of yourselves, for you are also in the body. Let marriage be honored among all, and marriage bed to be kept undefiled. For God will judge the immoral and adulterers. Let your life be free from love of money, but be content with what you have. For he said, I will never forsake you or abandon you. Thus we may say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of the God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of the Lord. The response is, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life's refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war be waged upon me, even then will I trust. The Lord is my life and my salvation. For the day he will hide me in his abode in the day of trouble. He will conceal me in the shelter of his tent. He will set me high upon a rock. Your presence, O Lord, I seek. Hide not your face from me. Do not in anger repel your servant. You are my helper. Cast me not off. The Lord is my life and my salvation. 
Father, they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. King Herod heard about Jesus, for his fame had become widespread, and people were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying, he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet like any of the prophets. But when Herod, heard, when Herod learned of it, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, ask of me whatever you wish and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? Her mother replied, the head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl, in turn, gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Please sit. God is good. All 
and all the time, and that is his nature. Who would want to preach with me? Oh, yes, come. Come here. Come preach with me. Oh, thank you very much. In which grade are you? Second grade. Oh, thank you. So you will stand here, right? Stand right here. Who else would want to preach with me? First grade? Come on here. Yes. You stand right here. Third grade? Yes. Come on here. Come preach with me. Yes. Right here. Fourth grade? Fourth grade? Yes. Come on here. Come preach with me. I don't have many boys liking to preach. It looks like the girls like preaching much more than the boys. Right here. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Let me go to the back. Oh, okay. So you have delegated someone to preach. Come on here. Go stand right by her. Sixth grade. Yes. I got one boy who is also interested in preaching, so I have two boys now. Seventh grade. Seventh grade, yes. Seventh grade. You move to this point right here. You move up here. Move, move, okay, that's enough. Okay, you will be right here. Eighth grade, yes, come on, oh yes. I got another boy interested in preaching. In fact, your tie shows that you can preach a lot. You can preach very well. Okay, so right here. You come to the center since you have a tie. And you come here, right here. Good. Our theme for reflection today is the abundance of love. Abundance of love. I'm going to give you something. Don't show it to anyone. Just show it to yourself. Don't show it to anyone, okay? We celebrate the feast of Saint Blaise. Don't show it to anyone. Saint Blaise was a very good man and a bishop. Don't show it to anyone. I need you to move to the corner this way. Great. He was a bishop of a diocese in Sebastian. The Sebastian diocese was in Armenia. He lived close to the fourth century and died close to late third century and died early fourth century. Don't show it to anyone. Just show it to yourself.
But although he was a good man, he was not liked because it was a time that many did not want to hear the truth about Christ. So he was exiled, and he went to live in the caves in the desert. Living in the caves, there were wolves, bears, tigers. But because of the power of God that rested upon this bishop, the wolves caused him no harm. Then one day, hunters found him in the cave. If you were a hunter, or you were one of those hunters, finding a human being living in a cave surrounded by wild animals, what would you do? What would you do if you were a hunter? You run for survival. You hunt for survival. Then what else will you do? Tell me. If you were a hunter and you met me one day in the forest somewhere in a cave, no food, no water, what would you do? Yes. You will save me. Thank you very much. You are very kind. Abundance of love. But unfortunately, these hunters did not save Blaze, the bishop. Instead, they arrested him and reported him to the authority. They forced him to pledge allegiance to their gods instead of to the one and only and holy God. The bishop said no. So they beat him up. They hung him and used metal comb to tear off his skin. That is mean, right? But because he was filled with the abundance of love, he did not retaliate. And while he was being imprisoned, on his way to prison, there was a parent who brought her child, choked by bone. No doctor could help. Saint Blaise, out of abundance of love, prayed for this person, this child, and the bone was carved out, and he was healed. Since then, those who believe in God have prayed to St. Blaise to heal them of diseases of the throat and of other ailments. That is why today we are also going to do the same. Believe it. If you believe it and you have the love of God in you, that is going to work. The first reading talks about brotherly love. You can call it sisterly love. And our grandparents are a wonderful expression of love, the abundance of love. I'm going to show you one of 
the things of nature that express the abundance of love. Can you show him what you have? That is the oil palm. Are you familiar with the oil palm? The oil palm bears fruit, but it starts as a seedling. Our grandparents here, and parents and guests, were like these children some years back. It grows and bears fruit. Can you show them what you have? It bears fruit. Can you lift it up? Show it to everyone. Now you can show it to everyone. And show them yours as well. It bears fruit. And the fruit is harvested. What do you have? Number three, harvest time. So it gets harvested. And when it gets harvested, you can use it to prepare soup. Or you can use the kennel in it. And you can see the kennels hidden in the fiber. You crack that kernel and you use the nuts to prepare oil. Now, not only that, but you can also use the branches of the oil palm to make a basket, what do you have? Or use the fronds, the palm fronds, to make a fence, or to even use it to make a shed or roof. I remember using it to make a bed. What do you have? Now, when the palm is grown, fully grown, and very difficult to harvest, you cut it down, but not to destroy it. Even then, it, is still, it still stays useful. You can extract wine from it. Lift it up, show it to everyone. You can get palm wine, or you distill the palm wine to make ethanol. You would think that the oil palm cut down on the ground will get rotten and destroyed. Now, what happens? You can have mushroom from even the rotten trunk of the oil palm. Don't show them yours yet. The point here is that God has called us to be a people of love. And at every stage in our lives, love is not about what you have or how much you have. It is about who you are. And at every stage of our lives, we become fruitful for others to benefit from us. Like the oil palm, growing so small, becoming a bigger plant at every stage throughout its life, it is useful. And even when it is down on the ground, you still can get 
mushrooms from it to prepare a meal. And you will think that is the end. No. But when it is rotten, you can use it as manure to fertilize your crops or other seedlings to begin the cycle all again. Our love comes from Jesus Christ because he first loved us and he wants us to love everyone else. He wants us to use every gift that we have, our opportunities, gifts of talents, time, treasure, to benefit other people, to make other people's lives better. Let us thank God for the grandparents and wonderful parents that he has given us as children. Grandparents who at every stage of their lives have never given up on us, giving us fruits, giving us oil, giving us wine, a source of life. And even when they are weak and can no longer move, they still make a sacrifice for our good. May God help all of us identify to discover the gift that he has given us and make it available throughout our lives, even if it becomes difficult when we have to lie down. God is good. And all the time, and that is his nature. You did well. These are for you. You can take them home. Shall we turn to the altar? Bow slightly and go back to your pew. Clap for them. <laughs> Friends, gathered together by Christ, let us call to mind the Father's many blessings, his abundance of love, and ask him to hear the prayers which we make aloud or in the silence of our hearts. Please rise. We pray that our church leaders will lead us in the light of the Holy Spirit to love one another and bring about your kingdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That Christ may guide the minds of those who govern us to promote the common good According to his will, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all discerning, all called to ministry in the church. May those called to preach religious life or ministry answer with pure and selfish motivation. We pray to the Lord. We pray for the students, families, faculty, staff, and friends of Catholic schools that they work towards evangelization in addition to education that will build the kingdom of God. We pray to the Lord. For all who gather to celebrate the Eucharist today that share the bread from heaven, we may have our, the fullness of life. We pray to the Lord. 
For our beloved sick, dying, and grieving, and for the prayers we offer in silence, we pray to the Lord. Lord God Almighty, bless our grandparents with long life, happiness, and good health. May they remain a constant in your love and be living signs of your presence to their children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please sit. Blessed are you, Lord God of our creation. Free are the men who receive the bread we are bringing. From the earth, the work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God Blessed are you, Lord God of our creation. From free are the men who have received the wine we are bringing. From the man who work of human hands, it will become our spiritual bread. Pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. Look with favor, O Lord, we pray, on the offerings we set upon this sacred altar, on the feast day of blessed blaze, that bestowing on us your pardon, our oblations may give honor to your name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With Lift up your hearts. Lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for as on the festival of Saint Blaise, you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life. Teach her by his works of preaching and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. glorified, O God, who love the human race, and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst, when we are gathered by his love. And when, as once for the disciples, so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine 
that there may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the last supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion, on, his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. And we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. Bring your church, O Lord, to perfect faith and charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and William, our Bishop, with all bishops, priests, and deacons, and the entire people you have made your own. Open our eyes to the needs of our brothers and sisters, inspiring us words and actions to comfort those who labor and are burdened. Make us serve them truly, after the example of Christ and at his command. And may your church stand as a living witness to truth and freedom, to peace and justice, that all people may be raised up to a new hope. Remember our brothers and sisters, especially Paul Baker, who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection, give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place, and live with you forever, there in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, with Saint Blaise, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Please rise. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. And as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. As children of love, let us offer each other the sign of peace. You can give a handshake, you can give a heart, the way. Beloved, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. You may sit in prayer, and this is the time for us to receive our Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. If you are receiving communion, please remember to consume the Lord reverently before you return to your pew. If you are not receiving communion, you may come up with your arms crossed to receive a blessing. Please join us in singing our Communion song number 311, Table of Plenty, number 311.
Let us rise and pray. Renewed by the sacred mysteries, we humbly pray, O Lord, that following the example of blessed Blaise, we may strive to profess what he believed and to practice what he taught through Christ our Lord. Please be seated, and I invite the principal to please come up. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on our annual Grandparents' Day Mass to cap off Catholic Schools Week. Why do you have to come out on such a bitterly cold day to celebrate National Catholic Schools Week? Well, let's tell you a little bit about it. It's been around a tad longer than Mrs. Levine's been teaching. <laughs> National Catholic Schools Week is an annual celebration of Catholic education in the United States. It always starts the last Sunday in January and runs all week. At St. Malachi, we observe the annual celebration with a kickoff, kickoff mass on Sunday and a celebration of all of our students, faculty, and staff and families. Through these events, schools focus on the value of Catholic education provided to our young people and its contributions to our church, our communities, and our nation. We celebrated our faculty and staff with a wonderful lunch at Willie's. We celebrated vocations by learning about Father Patrick's life and learned great songs and dances from his home country in Ghana. We celebrated our students by watching them perform in our talent show. We're gonna be able to say I knew some of those kids win. We celebrated our country by writing letters to our local veterans and veterans in our school community. And this was our first time doing it and we sent over 150 postcards. Today we celebrate the people that support us and support the mission of Catholic schools, which is our families. Thank you for being here today and coming out in this bitterly cold day. We did Carline in 12 minutes, by the way and witnessing the good that comes from this Catholic education that I know you're a part of providing for our kids. We also are lucky enough to take this mass time to recognize faculty and staff with years of service to our school. I'm gonna invite all of them up right now because I know how awkward it is to stand up here by yourself. So I need Mrs. Sordon, Mrs. Cohen, Mrs. Sickles, and Mrs. Levine to please come forward. They're so excited. All the way up. In Des Moines, when we celebrate Catholic Schools Week, all the uh, schools in the diocese up in Des Moines gather together in one church and we celebrate the teachers and they call five-year service teachers and they walk up and they get a certificate and it's lovely. I got to do that for 15 years. Um, but I get to actually talk about each of the teachers that walk up here when we're at St. Malachy. So here we go. Mrs. Sordon is receiving five years of service award. Retirement, what's that? She came back out of retirement. We had to plead a little bit to get her to come to our school, but thankfully she did. And she's been here five, now, five years now providing the instruction for our library program and our TAG program that we so lovingly call LEAP. We are thankful for her service at our school. We're thankful for what she does to get that book fair going twice a year. She brings a lot of cool, fun science activities to our LEAP program that I tell her every time, oh, it'll be easy, I promise. And I really appreciate that she's here being recognized for five years, but she's actually been in education for 34, and we appreciate everything she does for us. So thank you, Mrs. Sorden.
Mrs. Cohen is not a teacher, but she's very, very important to our building. <laughs> she's our business manager. I'm sure when she took this job 10 years ago, she had no idea that she was also going to be the school nurse, sometimes a secretary, sometimes an office mate, but definitely a friend. She puts up with a lot and gets those bills paid every month to keep our lights on and puts up with my crazy, hairy, expensive ideas. She loves it when I find money elsewhere through grants and stipends to spend instead of our own. I really appreciate all she does for our school because I know she keeps it in the forefront of her mind every day to make sure that St. Malachy is around for another 150 years. So thank you for all you do, Mrs. Cohen. Mrs. Sickles is celebrating 25 years. In her early years at St. Malachy, she taught in a trailer, and she was very sad when they tore that trailer down. Um, Mrs. Sickles lives by the phrase FOMO, fear of missing out. She's afraid to miss out and is willing to try anything once. She's a risk taker. She's willing to fail, to learn in the process, and to gain something new. She builds strong relationships with, with her students that do truly last a lifetime. As a teacher, that's a great way to grow. She's always willing to show off something new she tried for me to come in and check it out or just to chat up a storm with somebody and make you sure you feel welcomed in our building. We appreciate all you do for, Ms. for St. Malachy School, Mrs. Sickles. 25 years wouldn't be the same without you. I have a little pressure with this last one. 45 years of service. All at St. Malachy. When I started to write this, I really had no words. Iconic, legendary, some of the ones that come to my mind. You know, she'll tell stories of in the early years when she tried to get a job at the public school and they didn't want her. Truth is, God knew she was supposed to be at our school. She was supposed to educate every first grader at St. Malachy since 1978. She's been a part of so many integral changes at St. Malachy. She was a big part of adding kindergarten. She fought for better benefits for our teachers. To put things in perspective, Mrs. Levine started her career making $7,000 and got five sick days. Thank God things have changed. She witnessed the name change from St. Malachy School to Creston Catholic Community School and back to St. Malachy School, and I'm so glad that changed. <laughs> she had to witness the St. Malachy Church come down, but it didn't bring down the St. Malachy School. She's been influential at St. Malachy, but she's always made the biggest impact in the classroom she creates readers, mathematicians, and lovers of learners of Christ. She knows what work, she knows what works, but has happily pursued the cafeteria of new ideas I've provided for her since I arrived eight years ago. Some of my favorites being the eight-page book and letting first graders use Chromebooks. She creates a safe, happy, organized place to learn. She runs a tight ship, you can ask anyone 
but everybody on board that ship knows she loves them and wants them to be successful. No matter how many years she's been teaching, her goal is always to do what's best for kids. And as the Beatles say, all you need is love, and that's what good teachers do. She meets them where they are, and she takes them where they need to go. I end this with a tribute to you, Anne. I asked your colleagues to explain you or describe you in one word. Here's some of the words they came up with. Funny, inspirational, longevity, realistic, dedicated, devoted, cooperative, commitment, patient, loyal, steadfast, kind, no nonsense, honorable, mentor, and caring. Thank you for all you do, Mrs. Levine, for 45 years, and I hope to have many more. Congratulations to all these teachers on their hard work. <laughs> <laughs>